who's a fat boy? And what is up, my friends? We are back with episode 39. Hello, everyone. This is Podcast Fat Boy, where we like to chew the fat. And why not? Let's try to lose it while we're at it. Am I right, folks? I am trying to do it. I've been working hard. It is tough. It is way harder than it looks. I have a lot of respect for people that are way bigger than me, and it's harder to get down to that that sezzy fucking thing that everybody wants. You know, the media, the tabloids. <laughs> I just wanna I just wanna look like people do in tabloids. That that's not a very high bar. That could be anything. It could be absolutely anything. It could be Princess Diana, or it could be a goddamn fucking wolf boy out on the loose. One time I believed a tabloid where it had a wolf boy on the loose, and I literally thought it was true when I was a little kid, and I remember that feeling. I remember the feeling of looking at a tabloid and thinking that that is friggin' dumb, my friends. Friggin' dumb. But yeah, you know, I always have a, a Swiss Army knife on me at all times because of it. Because if there's a wolf boy, he's going to have to go fucking toe-to-toe with all this shit here, pal. But we are back. Guys, It's uh, I'm a little off. I don't know. There's a weird scent in the Charlie Bucket studio today. Uh, the diffuser's been lit. It was not my intention. I did not do it. Someone else lit the diffuser. But it smells like a wet gym sock. It smells like a moist humid wet gym sock in here. I don't know what the flavor is. This is what I would imagine that E.T.'s ship smells like. When you go on E.T.'s ship and everything's wet and it's it's like wet mud. It's like a wet canyon. And there's all kinds of weird glowing diffuser tubes everywhere. And I, I feel like it would smell like a wet gym sock on there. Very, very moldy. Very moldy on there. Maybe... Maybe more than M&M's, peanut butter M&M's, <laughs> he needed molds more than that. And most homes in the 80s had a lot of mold in them. And that's why he buried himself inside a closet. <laughs> Just sucking back that mold. <laughs> Is that what the fuck E.T. was trying to do? Is that why he got fucking... I can't really remember much of the movie. I can't remember how he got there. Was he looking for mold? I I hope so. I hope there's some goddamn sentient beast out there who who relies on on mold <laughs> because it's it's horrible. There's nothing good about mold um, except when cheese gets moldy, but not too moldy, so you can call it like a nice blue cheese. That's my type of that's my type of deal, guys. Let's not get carried away here. Let's not. Lose our focus. I've started taking vitamins again. I guess you can tell. It's like an adrenaline shot to my kidneys. I love it. I piss neon. It's it's a whole thing. And I really enjoy it. And I think it's really important. You got to take your vitamins because you're going to get depleted. Especially if you're in a dark, 
goddamn country like Canada where your winters are gray, you're not getting enough vitamin D from that beautiful glowing sun outside, luscious sun, then you got to you got to get a sad lamp and you got to take some vitamin D. That's that's num- numero uno. But uh you know, it pretty much as much as you can pop in there without it hurting your body is good. Make sure you get all the uh Bare minimums of your vitamin intake. That is important. That is what I'm trying to do. Have a like a neon vomit yellow piss. Neon vomit! And uh, that means that it's working. It's working. Yeah, you're pissing it out, but it's working. You're, you're definitely, uh, you know, they're drinking from the stream of vitamins. And if it's too much, they're going to let it pass through the stream and out into the toilet. Um, a CBS update, Charlie Bucket Studio. Guys, I am still at the same location. We are in the same bedroom. I am on the bed right now. I've had a couple vodka sodas. That is a healthier choice than other liquors and beers, my friend. And what are we doing here at the Charlie Bucket Studio? Well, you know what? We're still waiting on this house to sell. And uh, what can I say? Uh, It's priced too high, Uh, a pipe burst in the attic, flooding down three floors like the movie Titanic, and nothing was really done. We just let that air dry, you know, inside of uh, walls that haven't been exposed to air in 70 years. Just let that air dry. I'm sure the the warmth, the the, the frigid cold of the winter somehow... Uh, you know, reacted with the metals in the walls and they started to dry. I don't know what that, I don't know if that makes any logic. Obviously, you wouldn't raise the price by $50,000 after you've had a major thing you haven't really cleaned up or, you know, redried the walls, if they will. So that's what's happening. We are still on the market, babes. And if you want to own the Charlie Bucket Studio, you can. And uh, I don't advise on it. I think it's, you know, it's, it's, uh, I, I think of Beetlejuice, okay? And I don't want to talk too much because uh, the person I'm thinking of in Beetlejuice is someone that had some uh, issues with pedophilia and, and uh, unfortunately, child porn in uh, fucking, I want, I want to call him Jeffrey Wreck. Is it Jeffrey Wreck? I always forget his name. Fucking the uh, principal in Ferris Bueller's Day is off. He's in fucking Beetlejuice. It's the dad. He buys the home to relax. This is a fucking hip businessman from New York. And they move out to the country. And that's what this home has to be for you. It's it's haunted by a couple of ghosts that, you know, were killed by a small dog. Possibly the ghosts are in the house, though. We've had, we've had that proven. And then... You've also got the ghosts that are in the walls, which is just everything else. Everything that could go wrong with a house. Why you, you tear it down. This is this is the reason. This is our home. So if you're into it, if you if it's if it's something you want to purchase, please uh email me podcastfatboy at gmail.com. I will be right on the reply and I will help you out. I will be your agent. Let's move on to happier topics. Michael Jackson. I've got it written here in big fucking letters. And do... 
I don't want to get on too much about this, but it, the, the documentary really affected me. Uh, to to think that these kids are are lying about it now, and the argument that he's dead and he can't he can't defend himself, yada yada, yada. it's it's like it's like you're not listening to anything these poor fucking guys are saying, man. And I I don't want to get into it too much, but it's a scary thing to push your way through all the supporters that that could think in any world that this guy. Who who had small boys in his bed wasn't doing anything? Why I can't? Why does nobody care about this fact that he doesn't get a pass because he's super famous? You can have little boys in your bed and just watch movies and eat popcorn. But you're like, you no, know, that's not that's not the top of fame. You're not allowed to be able to do that. It was never cool that he did that. I don't care if it's Macaulay Culkin or a, a non-famous kid. Who was in this documentary, you know? Just crazy. I don't want to rant too much longer. I'm watching the minutes. I want to keep this as tight as possible because, you know, it's episode 39. We're almost five years in. Have where, where am I? I can't even think about that episode of what do I what do I think about this podcast five years later? It's just this manic rambling now from from me about the world. It's uh, it started as just trying to get back in shape and have some fun and learn how to podcast, and now it's something that I hope that you are downloading to a CD and stuffing in the drawer of an abandoned uh, factory or home for the apocalypse, so someone can find this as they're rummaging for food and lighters. Uh, through a drawer, <laughs> and they find a blank CD with PF on it. Podcast Fat Boy. They won't know it until they listen to it. Till they, till they, you know, take a serious risk of turning on a generator to work the boombox that they found in the basement of this home. You know, so uh, that is my goal. Everyone always asks me what my goal is. Why do I still do this podcast when I don't promote it? And I kind of leave this, this uh, you know, rambling statement for, you know, I don't know if something happens to me for my family to learn something about me unfiltered. What What's going on in my head? I just let it spin out. Is that what this is about? You know? But uh, at the same time, maybe it is that. Maybe I, I do want people that are in the apocalypse, and if they do find a burnt copy, illegal, mind you, uh, well, I guess you can listen to it for free on the internet. But that's on the internet. You can't just burn it, for goodness sake. Uh, make as many copies as you want. I would love to hear about this stuff internationally in the markets. But you, uh, that is another, yeah, as I was saying, that is an, another goal of the podcast to be an apocalypse podcast where you, where you just listen to it to uh, hear hear a time that was a little more <laughs> uh, youthful and and uh, not as you know uh, dangerous. <laughs> you know what? Thinking of it now. I would not want to hear this podcast in the apocalypse. If I turn this on, if this was the last record of a radio show of any kind uh, during the apocalypse and I heard me talking like this, Jesus, you know what? If he's if he's holding a, a, a lever, 
uh, between his pinky to blow up the world at that point, I would do that. I would blow up the fucking world if I had to listen to this shit. But this is Podcast Fat Boy. We're chewing the fat. I'm trying to lose it, but we're chewing the fat. We're moving on right now. Speaking of trying to lose weight, you know I love McDonald's. Uh, I can't get enough of it. I can't get enough. That's why I can't lose weight. Shit. Um, but I don't I don't eat McDonald's that much. I had a couple cheeseburgers this week, but I was taken advantage of by a friend. He was going to McDonald's and asked me if I want anything. <laughs> That's taking advantage of me. But they have the habanero uh, commercials that right now. I'm a commercial actor. Everybody knows, right? So I like to comment on commercials and and the the industry at large, the crippling, depressing uh, experience that is my life. Uh, the habanero commercials that are right now, it's a you know you've probably seen them. People look like they're they're going to shit their pants. That's what their face is saying right now is that they're going to shit their pants with these habanero. I know you're trying to say that they're hot. Nobody's coming. To McDonald's for any spice, okay? I love hot sauce. I've really graduated to different levels of heat in my time in the last 10 years. But when I go to McDonald's, I'm never asking for a side of hot sauce. The only time I'll let that go is the bloody uh, snack wraps that they have there. They're chicken fingers wrapped in a tortilla. And they used to have buffalo sauce on them, which were spicy. And that was the one time that we were all okay with spicy at McDonald's. And they got rid of that, and they made it some Chipotle, the Chipotle craze of, like, the early uh, 10s. And now we're back to jalapeno again. Everyone's putting jalapeno flavor in. I think it's actually dead, but McDonald's is like, hey, everyone, still jalapeno? And everyone's like, nobody nobody wants this fucking jalapeno McChicken burger, okay? So you, you can't especially try a different thing where they're not in slow motion at, you know, uh, fucking 20 frames a second going uh, like, oh, shit, I didn't take my Metamucil last night and now my asshole is burning. That's, that's what it looks like. They're going to shit or they're going to puke. Get rid of it. Call me. I'll write you a better fucking script. Moving on to the end of gyms. It is the end of gyms, people. What am I talking about? Oh, we've got apps on our phones. There's so many reasons why we don't have to spend 50 to 70 or more at the gym. But now there's one cocky motherfucker who's come out. And they're saying you're going to pay a fucking shitload of money pretty much like at least a year at the gym. I don't know. The the cost of it is exorbitant. The Peloton exercise bike. You've seen the ads on your social media. You've under, you, you've you've wondered how an exercise bike with a 20-inch flat screen TV hooked up to it. Why isn't that for me? Why can't I get that? Well, I'll tell you why. For one, the Peloton exercise bike, the cheapest, is 2500 bucks before tax. And that does not include tax. Also, it doesn't include the setup guys that got to come and set the fucking thing up. You got to watch these guys swearing and getting fucking pissed. It's probably a nightmare to set the goddamn thing up. 
And then what do you, you you can't you don't tip your fucking Peloton guy? You got to fucking tip the Peloton guy. Um so the Peloton's about $2500 base price for an exercise bike with a screen on it. And with that, that gives you the ability to access live classes all 24/7 you can access a class and it's it's like you're live there. You know, they acknowledge that you're there in some way, if it's your birthday or whatnot, uh, if you celebrate Christmas or Hanukkah, they know. You could check it off. I don't know about that last part, but they will shout you out. They will shout you out. But that does not include the price of the subscription, where if you have a Peloton bike, you got to pay 40 bucks a month to take all these classes, Right? So uh, already, this is too much money. My shitty rec center is what forty five bucks for three friggin' months, and I'm paying forty bucks a month for the Peloton. It's in my goddamn house. They don't even have to pay any rent. I'm paying rent to go to the gym. That's friggin' crazy. Uh, but you can if you're broke ass like me, uh, and uh, you know, like for one, I I have not purchase this yet i don't plan on purchasing it but for us normal folk you can just pay 20 bucks a month to have the app on your phone and do classes that way have a you know mounted on your exercise bike uh i have a really janky ass exercise bike that i'm freaking proud of i've had it for 10 years i've modified it so you can you know have a water bottle on it and uh, I have to take the batteries out and put them in a little pouch when I'm not using it because they just drain automatically. It's janky as shit. I put one of those gel cushions on the seat. It's fucking hilarious. Right now, it's just hanging up my partner's fucking robe. I love that it can do that, too. I could mount so that I could watch my phone on it or my iPad or whatever, pay the $20 subscription for Peloton and do some classes. They don't know who I'm fucking there, though. It's just like you're watching a YouTube video. You could just go on YouTube and and probably look up Peloton exercises or something. Or Billy Blanks. Uh, Whatever. (laughs) Billy Billy Blanks. Tony Little. You know, those are the two guys I remember. And you can... uh, yeah, you you could do exercises like that. So, anyways, with the pellets on for the twenty bucks a month, I could hook it up to old janky. You know, it, when I pedal, it sounds like the Lost Boys and Hook are playing their instruments. You know, like they're they're clanking bamboo shoots and and uh, you know half hollowed out uh, coconuts and whatnot. That's what my goddamn exercise bike sounds like. Um, but I'm just when I started the rant about Peloton, I'm saying that it's just another thing that is keeping us from interacting with humans. There's so much we can do inside now. You don't have to leave your house. You can order all your food. You can you can do your exercises. You can do your banking. Everything. Everything, you don't have to leave. The only thing I actually have to leave to get is change for laundry. I have to go out to get that. That's the one thing that I go to the bank and I have to do. 
there's got to be more reason to go out than that, though. It can't just be change for laundry. You wonder why we're all so depressed. We're locked up. They want us locked up in here just buying shit on our phones. We fell for it. Ugh, the Peloton. I can't believe people are buying this. I'm going to have to look on Kijiji. Hopefully get it for 1300 half Half price. Great deal. Oh, I got a great deal on my Peloton. I got it on Kijiji. I got it on Let Go. I got it on Facebook Marketplace. Some rich guy didn't give a fuck. <laughs> Let's move on. <coughs> sorry about that. Oh, sorry about that. We are... I don't want to run late on this. Sorry, guys. This is a midnight recording. Have I mentioned that? Oh! This is a midnight recording of Podcast Fat Boy. You and me chewing the fat, having a good time. Let's talk about the next thing that I've been very excited about. I, I, you know, I've been pushing this podcast off a lot because, you know, you get into the mood to do it, then you're off the mood to do it. You know, it's a weird thing. We're at a weird thing with this, with this podcast. You know, it's, it's, uh, I hope it's something that isn't used in court one day. <laughs> but um, seriously, what I want to talk about is the self-fitness challenge that I did because I've tried everything. I've tried everything to trick me into exercise, right? But the one thing in the last 11 days that has really worked for me is I said, you know what? I'm going to pick five exercises or six exercises, and I'm going to start today, and I'm going to do one repetition of all those exercises, and then tomorrow I'm going to do two, and then the next day I'm going to do three, and every day that goes on, I add to the repetitions. So where am I at right now? I just completed day 10, which means 10 repetitions of each exercise. And I'm talking push-ups. I'm talking I'm doing crunches. I'm doing squats, lunges, I'm doing tricep dips on a chair, and then I'm doing every week I add 10 seconds to a plank, so I'm at 20 seconds now, and then on top of that, I think that's it, that's it, yeah, no, sorry, I wish there was more on top of that, but it sounds pathetic, and you know, when I started it, I was like, this is so dumb, but I started to feel really good that it good and sad that you know this is the most exercise i've really committed to in a really long time and you know i would go weeks or even months sometimes with doing no actual exercise except maybe sports which i you know i play hockey on wednesdays and it is a total workout so you know i work really hard at that make sure i come off the ice sweating but every other day, I'm not really doing anything. So I did this challenge, and my goal is to get to 100 reps. If I get to a number and I can't get to that next one in a day, I'll just circle it, and I will try again tomorrow. So the numbers are going to kind of get messed up because, let me tell you, tricep dips are going to get tough. Okay, push-ups are going to get tough. Crunches will be no problem. I'll be able to squeeze those out. And uh, probably the leg work. I got really strong legs. But, you know, it's about consistency. It's about enjoyment. That is the main thing with exercise. You know, the results will come. 
and you know eventually i'm gonna be you know once you get up to in the 30s and stuff after one month it's gonna be it's gonna be quite quite the exercise i'm actually it's probably gonna take me some time to finish it so I get up a little bit higher, a little bit higher than 30. But you, you get it. You can do the math on what it would be for you. I implore you to try it. Let's move on. Let's talk about something that has changed my friggin' life, okay? And that is called the fucking tushy. I'm not talking about your tushy. I'm not talking about my tushy. I'm talking about probably these ads that you've seen on your goddamn social media that I hate. I fucking hate social media. Well, you've seen the tushy, and it's essentially, you know what? They've been around a long time. A bidet that's mounted on your goddamn toilet. The, you know, the ones you get at Home Depot, there's no, no real pizzazz to them, but a smart company will take that idea and make it look good. And they'll sell it as hygienic. And, and you know, me as someone who loves gadgets, you know I can't say no to this. You know I got to try it. I don't know. As I get older, shitting gets... I'm getting tired of it, okay? I need it to improve in some way. It's becoming monotonous. I, uh... It just... There's something very unclean about the whole thing. It makes me feel like the animal that I am. I hate the whole process. So I want to be cleaner. I got a fucking tushy. And let me tell you, I can't go back. I don't know what the hell I'm going to do. I can't go into public. I probably can't go at my parents' place. I'm so down with the bidet. I knew I would love it. I always thought about it. It scared the shit out of me, the whole thought of it. But this thing is fucking great. It is not dirty. Uh, The little thing that sticks out in your toilet, it pops down like a little dog dick when it's excited. (laughs) When you turn it on... So it's not getting covered in shit and all this stuff, and there's ways to clean it built into the mechanism. It's fucking fantastic. Do not, do not knock it till you try it. The fucking Tushy. Don't go to Tushy.com, okay, because I've been telling people to go to Tushy.com, and it's not Tushy.com. It's hello Tushy.com. If you go to Tushy.com, it's going to be a porn site about anal sex. That's what it's going to be. There's going to be some hardcore penetrating anal sex at Tushy.com. But hello, Tushy.com. It's, it's uh, you know, uh, I don't know, uh, water anal sex. <laughs> I, I, I don't think of it. I don't want to think of it as sex, okay? Let's not think of the bidet as sex. It's just a cleaning tool. That's it. Um uh, yeah, I don't want to think about the dog dick thing or anything like that now. I'm having, you know, I'm still getting used to the whole thing. But I tell you, it is fantastic. You're going to use way less toilet paper. You're going to save some forests. 13% of our forests are deforested because of goddamn toilet paper every year. It's bad. We use way too much. And us fucking North Americans are fucking Americaners. North Americaners are fucking disgusting. We're gross. We're pulling jam out of our fucking ass. It's disgusting. So get a goddamn bidet. If it's not a goddamn tushy, get one of the ones you get at your local hardware store. I'm telling you, you're going to goddamn love it. It's a game changer. All right, let's uh, see. We're, we're uh, Yeah, we're about the 30-minute mark of the episode 39 
of the podcast Fat Boy podcast about weight loss, chewing fat, trying to lose it. Okay, I'm going to end on this because we got enough shit going on and I got shit that I can save for the next one, right? To keep it up because I want to come back on more now because of that fitness challenge that I'm doing. You guys want to see how many reps I get to. You guys want to hear about the journey of that. I'm fucking going to do it. And you guys are coming along for the ride with me, podcast fat boy style, on a Big Mac. Um, I'll end on this because this concerns vegans as well. Vegan correspondent Dan Scarphone, you better pay attention because there is a new study out. You know when these goddamn scientists come out with their studies, they're real excited. But on the news, on CTV News, that's the Canadian Television Network, potato chips and fries are linked to cancer. Do you believe it? We knew they were bad for us. But did they have carcinogens in them when we cook them? And that is apparently what it is. There is a chemical in a lot of plants, and it's called acrylamide. It's also in tobacco, and that is one of the things that contributes to all the other bullshit that they spray on it uh, that gives people cancer. But acrylamide is a natural, natural uh, chemical And then when it gets metabolized, it becomes something else. Something friggin' worse. It's like a, I think it becomes like glycidamide, essentially. Um, And that has been shown to cause cancer in animals. And, you know, I'm reading this article. So they're saying that like, yeah, potato chips, anytime you're putting like, these certain types of plants at a high temperature it it causes it can cause cancer so anyways they're saying this now there needs to be more studies but it's like the motherfucking doctors going through my cupboard just to piss me off you know i don't like breakfast cereal apparently that is high in incriminate or whatever it is a acriminide oh my god it's so hard to keep track of all these giant words. Yeah. Acrylamide. Acrylamide. Breakfast cereals. Goddamn. Uh, coffee. Cookies. Bread. Uh, high temperature things like roasted almonds. Uh, grain-based coffee substitutes. All this shit has acrylamide in it. Uh, it's like... You just can't friggin' win. You know what I mean? And I'm thinking about vegans. This is maybe, maybe it's acrylamide where we join hands and become friends because I eat a lot of vegan food. I do eat vegetables and I do like processed vegan food as well. Uh, But we need to come together on this. What do we do? Do we, do we ban fries? Are we not, are we not allowed to have potato chips anymore? Lays, think of that company. What are they going to do? I don't really know. All I know is that this has been a midnight goddamn recording of Podcast Fat Boy. 
And we've really rambled on through a bunch of things. I will leave you with that about the chips. Think about that. There are so many goddamn chemicals going into our bodies by corporations. We just have no friggin' idea, do we? You can only do your best, though. You can only do your best. So I want everyone to do their best. I challenge you to make some changes in your life and to join this fitness challenge with me. Drop and give me one. And next day, give me two. I'm at Duncan. 